Welcome to another edition of Podridge State. Uh, my name is Matthew Ogden. Today I'm joined by my co-hosts Matt Paolizzi and Samuel Brungo. And our special guests today are staff writers Katie Motes and visual staff member Lee Whitmoyer. We're recording this on another what would have been a State College football Saturday, but sadly there is no Big Ten football yet. There are rumors still, you know, flying all around like there have been every single day. The latest rumors are there's going to be a vote that'll be finalized by uh, Sunday the 13th or Monday the 14th. So who knows, but by the time this podcast gets released, we might be having Penn State football on the horizon. But until then, I don't think so. So yeah, until then, uh, I, I think I think we have a nice chill pod coming up today. It's going to be nice and relaxing, talking about a couple cool, cool articles that have graced our blog over the past couple weeks. And uh, first, we got Katie. You wrote a post on Power Ranking State College Bars Pandemic Era Food. We live in a bold new age of, uh, of State College Bars. And me, I haven't stepped foot in a bar since March, so I really don't know at all what the regulations and everything have uh, have have been circulating so far. So, Katie, do you want to just start there? Like, what's been the bar experience so far in State College? The way it works right now is, like, if you're going to be in the bar and, like, order a drink, you have to order some sort of food with it. And there's been some bars, like Jack's, um, who, like, have managed to, and, like, Champs, who have managed to, like, kind of get around it by offering, like, you can, like, split it with people or it's something, like, really cheap and, like, weird. But, like, other bars, like, they're still making it order, like, a full entree. So it's, like, really hit or miss, which is why, like, I kind of just wanted to write the article just to kind of have it all in one place. What bars did you um, go to and what food offerings did they have? Okay, so I came back to school probably, like, a week before uh, Silly Week. So, like, I just kind of wanted to, like, hang out, whatever. And there's not really much to do here, it turns out, other than go to bars um, in a pandemic if there's no game day. So I've been doing a lot of that. Uh, I've gone to Champs. Um, They have the Suzy Wong egg roll. It's only three bucks. And I was, like, kind of, like, I don't know, like, is this going to be good? Is it just going to be, like, some, like, bar food? But I was, like, really pleasantly surprised. And, like, I, every time, like, I'm more excited for the egg roll than I am for, like, champs. And um, at midnight, they do, like, $1 hot dogs that, like, they're, like, they're, like small or whatever. But I just think it's, like, fun. Um, like, oh, I made it to midnight. Now I can, like, I've just unlocked, like, the secret part of your menu. <laughs> And then I've gone to Jack's. That was recently. I went for a friend's birthday this past week. Um, on Tuesday, they do a trivia night. That's super fun. And there they have, like, these flatbread pizzas. Like, my waiter was kind of giving me the rundown where they're only $5, but they're, like, like a pretty decent size. But, like, you can split it between three people which is big because, like, most of the other bars, like, won't let you split, even if you're on the same tab. Um, and it's actually, like, decent food. So that was cool. And then the one that I've been really pissed off about, um, <laughs> Mad Max, because, I don't know, like, I like a, a good margarita. Um, like, their margaritas are, like, okay. Like, I don't think they're, like, anything spectacular. But, like, I'll, like, I, I'll go for, like, Margarita Monday. But they make you order an entire entree with it. So, like, 
if I'm just going with a few friends, I'm not sure I need an entire, like, chicken quesadilla to go along with it. Like, I'm not here for dinner, but they're making me be here for dinner. And then I got, like, there's no, like, advertisement that says that. So, like, I'm already, like, drinking. And they're like, by the way, you I was like, I'll have chips and salsa. They're like, no, you won't. You'll have something a little bit extra. So, oh my How God, big are their know. entrees? They're like big. It's like any Mexican restaurant where it's just like this huge, huge. entree, like huge, like loaded with all this food that I don't want. And it, I get the bill and I just had one drink. So I was like, I'm pissed. I'm going to go somewhere else. And it's like a $25 meal with like the tip and stuff and like that's not even with that's just like the smallest margarita so I'm like why am I here you know um but my favorite definitely has been gaff um because with the line it's like a five dollar line leap which is like whatever but with the line leap you get a free like well drink and chaser so I usually get like a green tea shot you know just to start out the night and then as soon as you sit down, they bring you, like, this paper plate with a, like, foil hot dog and then, um, like, a small bag of chips. So, like, last time I was there, I got, I think, Cheetos. My friend got sun chips. She was like, why am I eating sun chips at Gaff at, like, 8 p.m.? Um, and then the time before that, I got, like, chili cheese Fritos. So it's, like, kind of a nice surprise. You don't know what you're going to get. Um, and the hot dog's actually really good. <laughs> like... I, I don't know, like, I feel like it's not easy to mess up a hot dog, but, like, the champ, like, the ones that champs aren't great, so it's, like, kind of a nice, like, a nice, like, start to your night, I guess, and I said in my article, like, I didn't really know how much they cost, because I was a little confused by it, um, because it seems like it's, like, $4, but it also seems like it should be free, because it's mentioned in the line leap, and I've since gotten an email from a random student and this very, very in-depth email from a bartender breaking it down with tax. <laughs> like, so it's actually two twelve, <laughs> And um, so in total, it's like seven twelve for the line leap, the well drink and the hot dog, which is like a great deal. And that's why I put them as number one. It's not bad. And, and the, I, I tend to think of the chili cheese Fritos as like the El Primo of little bad oh, yeah. snacks that you get. So, I mean, Bad hot dog, gas. What can yeah. go wrong, honestly? Definitely. And then they've got like happy hours and stuff. So if I can get like an audio's pitcher with my chili cheese Fritos, like I'm not sure how my night could get better. There you go. <laughs> From there. I want to go back to um the Susie Wong egg rolls because I believe I could be incorrect here, but I believe they're also available at uh the first for the first shares a kitchen with uh, famous Ernie's, and I believe mm-hmm. that the Susie Wong egg rolls are. Uh, on their menu as well. How, how, are the first doing anything special food-wise? I have not been to the first since I've been back. Um, I went, like, over the summer when I was here for some other friend's birthday, and I didn't, like, the vibe was kind of weird. Um, I feel like, I don't know, like, I only go to the first and I'm celebrating someone's 21st, and it's pretty much the it. way yeah. it is. Yeah. And so the way it is, is like you walk down into the basement and everyone has to be seated at that table, like a table. And it's mm. just kind of weird. So I haven't been back because like the vibes were off. So they might. <laughs> I just haven't been there. And I don't know. I feel like Champs probably has been like a little more successful with it just because their line mm. leap falls out at like 8 a.m. every day. So 
One one thing I've been curious about, I mean, like I said, I haven't really been going to bars lately, but one thing I've been curious about is, like, you, you have the guys like Doggies and Cafe that are basically outdoor bars, and then you have, like, the first, mm-hmm. which is a glorified basement. Like, what's sort of the difference between, like, have you noticed a difference in, like, the vibes between, like, an, out- more of an outdoorsy bar or, like, more inside where people, I would assume, are more, you know, yeah. spread apart, but there's less room? Yeah, I um I haven't been to Doggies yet, but I have been to Cafe, and the vibes are kind of the same as they were before. In that, like, I feel I think at Cafe you had to have a table anyway, so like you couldn't just be like standing with your drink. So like it's not that much different, you know. You can still get your picture. Like there's still like good music playing and stuff. Um, so like that hasn't been really that different, but with the indoor bars it's kind of like a little bit weird just because like everyone's seated like especially champs like when I think of champs I don't think of like oh yeah I'm gonna like sit in this booth with my friends for a few hours so it's definitely been like a weird adjustment but it's not like horrible like it's not like it's not fun anymore it's just like a different kind of fun I guess do you anticipate doing like a part two with um some of the other bars because Obviously, there are only a couple on that list, but it might give you a reason to go check out some new places that you haven't been in a while. Try some new uh, Midnight Glizzies. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm always down for a Midnight Glizzy, so um, I would do a part two. Like, I don't really have much going on. Like, all my classes are online anyway, so, like, this literally is, like, the only thing I have to do. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'd definitely be down to do, like, you know, the first or um, maybe doggies, like, pickles. Pickles, yeah. Yeah. I haven't been to a country night yet this semester, so I might head back next week. You know, schedule's wide open. During uh, the, like, lockdown period, I remember you wrote a story about coming back to State College to move out and stuff, and you kind of got ratioed in the comments for that by some of our our local following. Did you get any negative feedback about uh, this article at all, just, like, going out and talking about how you were going to the bars and stuff? Um... No, I definitely got a bunch, like, for that article, like, over the summer, and, um, like, I got emails about it, I got, like, DMs, so, like, that sucked, but this, uh, I don't know, like, maybe just because, like, we've been in the pandemic for longer, but people, like, a lot of people were just, like, excited, like, a lot of the comments I read were, like, finally, gaff dog getting the respect it deserves. Um, so it's been more like that than it has been like, you're going out during a pandemic and it's like, I don't know, like, yeah, I probably should like not be going out, but also (laughs) like I'm wearing my mask and stuff and like, I don't get up from my table at all. And like, I'm kind of like, I won't like, I'll go out with like three people, maybe like at most. So yeah, no, people have definitely been a little bit nicer (laughs) this time around than last time. Um, how do you think the um, like the individual bars have been doing with um, the coronavirus guidelines and uh, the mitigation? Like if some bars have been doing better than others, do you feel safer in certain bars, less safe than others? All the bars like that I've been going to at least have been doing like a really good job with it. Like Champs, I, they, I think they've been doing really well just because like they've been giving out like a bunch of T-shirts on their Instagram and stuff. So, like, I feel like if they were losing money, they wouldn't be giving out, like, 100 t-shirts. Still, like, having events and stuff and, like, keeping it safe. Like, I've had friends that have, like, tried to show up without, like, a line leap and they'll, like, turn you away. So, even, like, though it's not, like, full. 
So I feel like the bars are definitely like not just with champs, but they're definitely doing like a good job, like following the ordinances and stuff because like they don't want to get shut down. Mm-hmm. So like it's in their benefit to follow the rules. Um, with gas, I like it seems like it, it could be a little more full than it is. So I feel like they're doing like a good job with that. Um, like they could be letting more people in than they do and they don't. So like it could be worse. Awesome. Well, Katie, thank you so much. Uh, I feel like you're kind of the unofficial onward state quarantine, uh, bar expert now. So maybe later down the line, as you catch some more stuff, uh, we might be having you on again, but once again, Katie, Thanks a lot for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Alrighty, guys. And we're back with our second guest of the pod episode. We're joined by visual staffer, Lily Whitmore. Lily, how you doing? Pretty good, thanks. Thanks for having me. We uh, we have you on today because, geez, I think it was a few weeks ago now, uh, late August, you put up a photo story on the website called Living the Sweet Life at the Nittany Lion Inn because you are one of the lucky few students who have been chosen to live on the in the Nittany Lion Inn uh, this semester. So now that you have, a, have had a couple more weeks to adjust, a couple more weeks to sort of get used to living in this, uh, I'd say, very different environment than most people are used to living in on campus, um, just in general, how would you sum up the experience so far? Yeah, so far it's been pretty good. Still feels like I'm living in a hotel. Um, it's just definitely weird, like when I'm walking down the hallway to get to my room and I'm like, I'm using a key card to get into a room that is a hotel, like someone lived, was like staying here before. And it's just weird to think that people will be staying in this room after I leave too. I was thinking about that the other day, like that, that's just weird to think about, but so far so good. Yeah. So the thing that stood out to me the most when I was reading through your photo story is that, um, there's no laundry service at the Nittany Line and So Lily, how are you cleaning your clothes? Yeah, so um, they enrolled us in the Tide University laundry program. So basically I have a, a big bag and I have 20 pounds a week I can put in of clothing, sheets, towels, whatever I need washed. And in the coat room down on the first floor, they put the Tide lockers in. And so I just put them in a locker. I have an app and on the app I say what locker number my, my bag is in. And they pick it up, and two days later, um, it's back in the locker clean. So while the laundry stuck out to Matt, to me, I was immediately thinking about food and how there's not a dining hall there. So do you get to eat at, I forget what the restaurants the restaurants are called in there, but is that like where you go to eat, or do you get like a room service type of deal? Or like, how does that work? Yeah, so the restaurant's not open, but we go to West Halls for food, which I'm okay with, because West Halls is pretty good, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. At first, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of a far walk to get to a dining like Commons," but it's not. It's not that bad. And you and you get to pass that's the shrine on your way there, right? I get to see all the people taking pictures at the shrine. <laughs> Sam, Sam just had this image in his in his mind, which is like butlers serving him room service. Yeah, like, and like and they bring you salmon <laughs> and, and caviar, crab cakes, and yeah, I'm like, cool. "Oh, that sounds nice." But I mean, I guess you are in a hotel room, so yeah. I mean, it looks looks pretty nice nicer <laughs> than like a uh, Paula Commons. so um do you have a roommate there or is it just you in there I do not it's just me yeah so I have two beds um I use the one just for like normally throwing stuff on it or mm-hmm. just like I will do my homework on that bed and then like my other bed is just like strictly sleeping have you thought about 
pushing the beds together and forming a mega bed? Uh, I'm not allowed to move furniture. Mm, okay. But I can't deny that I might have heard some people have done that. Still, though, I, I feel like in any good living space, you need, like, an area to just throw stuff at, you know, to yeah. take care of later. So that's that's a crucial part of any comfy living space, I'd say. What are the um, rules about, like, hanging stuff up and, like, decorations? None of that, I'm assuming? We can only hang things with blue painter's tape. But I put, like, sticky notes up because if a sticky note ruins a wallpaper, then... I don't know. Something was wrong. Nittany line in quality wallpaper if sticky notes I, ruined it. That's, yeah. But they still have the pictures. There's like two flower pictures up on my wall still. So I have stuff. I have stuff on my wall. That's pretty good. So one thing when I was reading through this story that seemed kind of weird was that they're also having classes in the Nittany line in and some of the big ballrooms that they have there. Has that been weird at all? Like you're just kind of living you know, your life in your room or you're going to and from class to the dining hall or whatever and you just see like people coming through to go to class. The thing that at first I was kind of more concerned about was the front door is open 8 a.m. to like 6 p.m. I think. And so literally anyone just walk in. Um, but it is definitely weird because like I walked b- back from a, a class the one time and like 30 people were walking out of the knee line at the same time. And I was like, oh, it's, it's just it's a little strange. But yeah, the biggest thing is just like the doors open, which is just weird. What was your initial reaction like to the news that um, you know, since you were originally going to be living in Eastview Terrace, what was your reaction when the news broke that um, Eastview was going to be used as the quarantine headquarters? Yeah, my first reaction was, where the heck am I going to live? Because they didn't really say that, um, like, what our options were, and they didn't really guarantee that, like, I would get my number one first pick then, because I could really be anywhere else on campus. And my second reaction was, well, all of my classes are the downtown area. So it would have been a far walk for me, but then they all got moved up to the north side of campus. So I was okay with that. Yeah, I was just trying to wrap my head around like what it would really be like to live in a hotel. And just like, I, cause I've stayed in in, the, the, in this hotel with my parents before. And so like, I knew what it looked like at least. There were some people who had moved in, like this was the first time they've been in there, like in this building. So yeah, I mean, I was pretty excited, though, because I don't. not many people can say they lived in a hotel for a year, so. I mean, the amenities are outstanding. You have, you know, you have your own mini fridge, you have a desk, that comfy striped chair behind you, yeah. and unlike people on campus now, uh, you have cable, because they took that away from kids on campus. You also, the bathroom looked pretty nice, and that is uh, potentially the nicest part, now that I've found out you don't have the... Uh, the restaurant. So. <laughs> yeah, the 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 bathroom's pretty nice too, and I don't have to worry about sharing it with anyone, so that's always a plus. Did you initially have a roommate? No, I was gonna always okay. be single, so I was gonna be by myself anyway. Do you know how many yeah. people are in there? I, the only number I know is how many people are in the Teams like chat thing, and there's 143 people in that. But that includes RAs and also like our residence life coordinator. So. Yeah, I was going to ask, what's, like, the ResCom experience been like so far? Like, how many RAs do you have? Do you have one per floor? Like, how does how does that situation work? Yeah, so we had, like, a Zoom meeting the first couple nights we were here. Um, I know there are two. I'm on the second floor, and I know there are two RAs on the second floor, but I'm pretty sure there's only one on the first and one on the fourth. All right, one on the third. So I, I haven't seen them in person, but I saw them over the Zoom call. All right. Well, uh, Lily, uh, thank you so much for coming on and giving your 
a once once in a lifetime one of a kind experience really like not many people are going to be able to get to say that you know in this in this very weird semester that they spent it living in the nitty line in uh, do you have anything else to share yeah um it's just been really cool and everyone uh, although with staff it's been like really helpful um in making sure that we feel safe it's just been really cool i, I don't have any complaints really Thanks again to Lily Whitmore and Katie Motes for coming on for this edition of Coward State, and thank you all for listening. Uh, my name is Matthew Alga. And I'm Matt Pelizzi. Sam Brogan. And I'll see you all next week.